Hello and welcome to Real Actors, Real Answers, the podcast where actors, actresses, scriptwriters, authors, producers, casting directors, and people like you and me get real. I have been thinking about a word for the past few days and I just want to share it with you. It's, it's an important word that people don't readily speak out. And because they don't speak it out, they're victims of it. What is this word? I'll tell you. You ready? F-E-A-R. Fear. Have you ever had fear? Ah, oh, David, I'm all right. You know, I'm a little stressed and uncertain about things, but uh, basically I'm good. No, you're a liar. Because <laughs> fear is a liar. It causes you to lie. Make sense? Yeah. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Emphasis on the word false, which is the first letter of the word fear. False evidence appearing real. And, you know, if you're being chased by a cougar in the mountains, there's something to run away from. If you're being um, stalked by a... uh, thief or someone's in your house that shouldn't be there that's reason for taking action okay but i want to tell you something okay have you ever been afraid of auditions have you ever froze up when you're about to audition for something or even the thought of being on stage or in front of people gives you that queasy want to puke feeling right that's called fear now Here's a quick exercise that you can do right now with me. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, I don't care where you're at, it doesn't matter. I want you to name a fear, because fear has a name, okay? I am afraid of blank, okay? I am afraid of being alone, because it produces the the feeling of loneliness. I've had to deal with that. I, especially with COVID, schmovid, crapola, okay? Um, I have... I am afraid of high places. Because, why? Well, because I'm afraid I'll fall. Well, why? Why is that? Well, because I saw someone fall once. Or I fell when I was a child. And now, you know, or I'm afraid of swimming. Why? Are you afraid of the water? No, I'm afraid of drowning. Why? Well, because I had an experience or I knew someone that had experience. Or I read on Facebook... (laughs) that um, so many people drowned every day you know uh, in the ocean you know I mean there's all different scenarios but addressing your fears is really important because you get them a face okay fear has a face except it's masked it goes around as a masquerade okay and when you say I'm fine or I'm stressed All you're doing is reinforcing that mask, okay? I'm afraid of auditioning and singing because I was criticized once, you know. So, identify your fear. Now, here's the solution after you identify the fear properly and truthfully. I want you to look around. Physically, move your head on your neck, okay? Look around. Do you actually see anything that you're afraid of? Do you see your fear? No. Chances are good that it's not tangible. You can't feel a fear with tangibility, I mean, with your physical senses, your sense of touch, your sense of uh, sight, okay? So it has to tell you something. Wait a minute. Pause the pause button. 
I'm afraid of what I'm thinking, what I'm perceiving to be do to is true, even though it hasn't happened yet. Why in the world, like Will Smith said, why in the world would you be afraid of something that hasn't happened yet? That's a definition of insanity. And I'll tell you why. Because fear, just like faith, it starts in the mind, in the heart. The moment you fear something, or the moment you have faith about something, which gives you the ability to execute your dream and move ahead. But the moment you feel that, faith or fear, your brain, your subconscious, which is your big um, giant uh, internal library, starts walking down the, the aisles of the books, okay, of all your of all your lifetime, you know, experiences. And it starts to calculate and to, to find something that will be parallel to this experience. And based upon that experience, even though it was two years ago, for example, you say, well, I don't know about doing that because, you know, I experienced that once and I'm not going to experience it again. Actually, it's impossible for you to experience the same exact thing again. Whether it be something spectacular or good, or whether it be something that was disappointing or uh, tragic. You know why? Because you grow every minute of every day. You grow, you learn, you expand. You you can't go back to the future, okay? Think about that title for a minute, Back to the Future. It's contradictory, right? So fear starts in the mind. It starts with a thought or an idea, which turns immediately into image or imagination because we learn by images, right? I'm not going to bungee jump because that looks dangerous. It looks dangerous, okay? Is it dangerous? Well, maybe if you don't have the right instructor or maybe you just don't want to do it, but admit it. That way the fear will go away, right? have to face your fear in order to become fearless and here's how you do it again at the risk of repeating myself you have a fear you identify the fear and then you physically look around in your environment because actors are a product of their environment especially actors because we have to be conscious and aware all the time of so we can fit into a role right properly so you look around and you see nothing. You see a beach, you see um, palm trees, or you see a building, or you see snow, wherever you're at, or you see your own house or apartment or room. And honestly, everything is still, isn't it? Not jumping out at you. You have to disconnect emotionally from your fear, because emotions can't think. They're an expression of our thoughts. So by looking around physically and seeing your surroundings, it doesn't compare and it doesn't link up with your fear, does it? Nine times out of ten, it doesn't, okay? If you're in a big storm in a little dinghy boat, okay, out on the water and waves are splashing on you, yeah, there's reason to be fearful and there's also reason to take action, evasive action, to pray or something, okay? But... Fear is a lie because it doesn't exist. You feel it, 
But is it real? Can you touch it? No, you can't. Now, let's go to faith. Can you touch faith? No, you can't. It starts in your thoughts. And the more you believe something, the stronger that thought becomes and the more you're inclined to act upon it. A perfect example of this would be, excuse me, I'm looking this up for you guys and gals. Um, just a minute. Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 1. Okay, which is a scripture in the Bible. It says this, Now faith is the confidence in what we hoped for and the assurance about what we do not see. Let me repeat that again, okay? Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Well, David, how can you believe what you don't see? Um, you believe that about fear, right? Pause here to think about. Yeah, you believe that about fear. Well, I'm afraid that if I go to this audition, I will be just terrible, you know? Okay, what? Look around you. How do you base that upon fact? You don't know the director, and even if you do, maybe he'll like you. Well, I heard he doesn't like a lot of people. You're not a lot of people. You're you. He might like you. And then again, 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 he might not, but at least you'll grow by it, okay? And maybe he'll give you some tips. Maybe she will guide you. I remember once um, when I did a Shakespeare play, I love Shakespeare, and during the audition, I was nervous. I never did Shakespeare before. I wasn't really nervous. I was sort of excited because fear and excitement affect your nervous system the same way. But still, I didn't know basically what I was doing. But I remember her first name, Nancy. I was in uh, Taming of the Shrew. I played Lucentio. And she actually coached me, as well as other actors, on how she kept saying, well, try it this way, try it that way, try it. It was like we already had the part, practically. She made us feel so at home. And my friend at the time, Jim, he said, you know, um, I've never went to an audition like that before. It's like she wants you to succeed. <laughs> she was a gem. <laughs> she was. I am so, so grateful for her because I fell in love with Shakespeare because of that. So, and I got the part. But <clears throat> you can have assurance in what you do not see. For example, you go on the road, right, in your car or on your motorcycle or bicycle or you take a walk and you're subconsciously relying on the per- person in the other lane to keep, stay in their own lane, right? You don't know for a sure 100% that they're going to stay in their own lane. And you say, well, David, it's common sense. I understand. But you don't know what's around the corner, and yet you still are on the road. You're still going to your destination. Why? Because you have faith. You have hope that you'll get there safely. And you're doing everything you possibly can to get there. And so your faith grows. Your confidence grows. Your hope grows. Right? If you stayed off the road, I'm just I'm making this up, but if you stayed off the road, okay, you stayed home, and agoraphobia, you know, um, you're afraid after a while of going out. Your dreams won't be fulfilled. Your success will be on hold. And you won't fulfill the mission in your life. So you have to take a risk, right? 
And that's how faith grows. Fear grows the same way, except in reverse. It's sort of like, picture this. You have a seed, and you plant that seed of faith, right? Okay. And it grows up into life, and it breaks through the soil. Okay, whatever it is, a tree, a plant. Fear grows the opposite direction. In fact, what's worse, that seed won't break free. It won't break apart and allow your faith to grow because it's too afraid to come out. I know I'm going deep here, no pun intended, haha. But today I want you to examine your fear. Don't be afraid and don't call it what it's not. I'm stressed and I'm unsure and uncertain. You know, all those cliches that we do to keep from maybe worrying about what other people think. You don't know what they think. In fact, you're missing out if you do that. Okay? Identify your fear. ID it, sort of like your own passport or your own um, driver's license. Okay? It has your picture. It has your name. Well, faith has a picture. It has a name. Fear has a picture, it has a name, it has an ID card. Identify it, and then look around you and see if it's true. Hmm, I don't see it anywhere. I might feel it, but as you know as an actor, your emotions need a leader, and that is your mind, okay? As you know, actors think backwards from regular people. In real life, we emotionally react, we move in a way that expresses that emotion, and then we think, oh, wow, I did that, or I shouldn't have did that, okay? Like, for instance, I'll give you a clear example. Oh, why did you say that to me? Okay, I just, ex I just express myself emotionally, and I move my hand in a fist form, and then later on I might say, you know what, I was wrong in saying that, and I know exactly why you reacted the way you did, and I, I want to apologize. Now in acting, flip it around. We think first, we mentally assess because we have a script. Life doesn't have a script. <laughs> we have a script. And we assess what this character is, how this character should move, right? Naturally, because acting is movement. And after we do that, then we choose the emotion that we think that they are trying to express. Anger, fear, um, joy, ecstasy, um, depression, whatever it is. So actors think mentally first, physically second, and emotionally third. In everyday life, we think emotionally first, which is not really thinking. We react physically in some way, okay, a hug or a punch. And thirdly, we think about the results that came about, which is actually kind of ineffective, you know? That's why I like acting so much. It gives you a sense of control in your life. Anyway, so this Today podcast was about fear and why it's a lie and what faith is. And you need both of those um, to survive in this world. But it's a choice. Change is a change is a choice, not a chance. Okay, so if you want to change something up, you have to stop, make a choice, and then it will change. <laughs>
nothing takes care of itself. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's another dumb cliche. Everything will take care of itself. Oh, really? You mean, like, if your dog pooped on the floor, you'll say, everything will take care of itself. <coughs> no, it won't. That's <laughs> You've got to clean it up, otherwise it's going to stink up your whole house, right? So, you got to take care of yourself. I hope you learned something from this. Just expressing it here on this podcast, Real Actors, Real Answers, I've learned something. Because... When you learn something, you want to share it, right? And as you're speaking it out, you learn from it and you get feedback. Feedback is important. By the way, talking about feedback, visit me on davidthompsoncoaching.co, davidthompsoncoaching.co. And um, I have a free 45-minute consultation. I would like to hear from you. And uh, if you need a coach, I can help you. We can connect and... I've helped hundreds of actors and actresses get their start and continue on. I just had someone get a commercial and another person a, a web series. So I'm, I'm, ex- I'm so excited about that. I love to see people succeed. So visit me. Um, and I have, a, I have a, uh, a YouTube channel. It's called Thompson Approach Academy for Actors. Thompson Approach Academy for Actors. And on there I put... Um, I constantly record... Um, lessons and tips and things for actors and about life too you know because acting is life life is acting all right i'm gonna let you go remember this okay take a look at your fear id it and then look around you and you'll see that 10 times out of 10 it's a lie enjoy your day this uh, today is a gift and wrap it thank you for listening and share this podcast